right, good morning. So I'll give you a little background. I got a little emotional doing this yesterday. I didn't expect so much of that, so I'll give you a little bit of detail, and then we'll do this. But uh, when I was in college, I heard uh, a guy one time recite the Sermon on the Mount, and I thought that was impressive. That's something I wanted to do at some point. And uh, over the years, I saw that happen several times, and each time I think, I want to do that at some point. And then... A little over a decade ago, uh, I saw a guy actually recite the Sermon on the Mount in character. And I said, enough saying I'm going to do it, I'm going to do this. And so at the time, I was preaching on the side while I was uh, working at a university. And I memorized the Sermon on the Mount. And the way I did it is I just did a chunk at a time. Now, nothing magical about the way I did it. It's just old school, line at a time. Learn a line and Adeline, go back and do the whole thing until you got it. And so I learned a chunk at a time, and I would preach on that chunk, and so it took about three months to do it. And in the process of that, the boys were young, and I would go into the room with uh, Cade as he was laying there asleep. His little brother Cole was there too. I don't know why I didn't take with Cole. But I, I would recite this as they would go to bed, and I would practice it. And uh, I didn't realize it early on, but Cade was picking it up. And uh, after we had been doing it a while, I realized that he was getting the whole thing. Now, the thing that was remarkable about it was that he never looked at it on a page. He just heard it and literally memorized the Sermon on the Mount through osmosis. And I told him yesterday, I've done a lot of wrong things in my life. One of the things I did right was do that. And so over the years, I've always, I told people, it's amazing, you got it through osmosis, but until this week, we've never actually gone through the whole thing uh, from, from end to end and recited it, and we've never done it publicly till yesterday. So that's what we're going to do. But I read to you, first of all, from, uh, from Matthew 4. Matthew 4 says, from that time on, this is 4.17, from that time on, Jesus began to preach, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is near. And then he preaches in 5, 6, and 7 what has come to be known, the Sermon on the Mount. And it is my belief that the Sermon on the Mount is the message of the kingdom that Jesus preached. And it is not to be a legalistic thing. It is instead to be, it is examples of what the kingdom heart looks like. So with that introduction, uh, we'll do the Sermon on the Mount. And when he saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, for great is your reward in heaven. For in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It's no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled by men. 
You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before men. That they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets. I have not come to abolish them, but to fulfill them. I tell you the truth, until heaven and earth disappear. Not the smallest letter, not the least stroke of a pen, will by any means disappear from the law until everything is accomplished. Anyone who breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever practices and teaches these commands will be called great in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you will certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven. You've heard that it was said to the people long ago, do not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to his brother, Raka, is answerable to the Sanhedrin. But anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. <laughs> Therefore, if you're offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you. First, leave your gift at the altar. Leave your gift there in front of the altar. First, go be reconciled to your brother. Then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who's taking you to court. Or he may hand you over to the judge. Do, do it while you're still with him. Do it while you're still with him or on he, the way, or, or he may hand you over the judge, <laughs> and the judge may hand you the, over the officer, and you may be thrown into prison. I tell you the truth. You will not get out till you paid the last penny. You've heard that it was said, uh, do not commit adultery, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. It has been said that anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife except for reasons of marital unfaithfulness causes her to become an adulteress. And anyone who marries the divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you've heard that it was said to the people long ago, keep the oaths that you've made to the Lord. But I tell you, do not swear at all. Either by heaven, for it is God's throne. Or by the earth, for it is his footstool. Or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. Simply let your yes be yes. And your no, no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. You've heard that it was said, eye for eye and tooth for tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if someone wants to sue you and take your tunic, give to him your cloak as well. If someone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. Give to the one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you might be sons of your Father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your brothers, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly father is perfect. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men to be seen by them. If you do, you have no reward from your father in heaven. So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. As the hypocrites do. As the hypocrites do. 
I tell you the truth. They have received their reward in full. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. So that your giving may be in secret. Then your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by men. I tell you the truth. They have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room. Close the door. And pray to your father. Who is unseen. Then your father. Who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like pagans, for they believe they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you ask Him. This then is how you should pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive men when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their sins, your heavenly Father will not forgive your sins. And when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show men that they They are are fasting. fasting. I tell you the truth. They receive their reward in full. But when you fast, put oil on your head. Wash your face. So it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting, but only to your Father, who is unseen, and your Father, who sees what is in secret, will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where moth and rust do not destroy, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. If your eyes are good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eyes are bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light within you is darkness, how great is that darkness? No man can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you'll eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more important than food? And the body more important than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? And who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? Look at the... uh, Why do you worry about clothes? Why do you worry about clothes? See how the lilies of the field grow. They do not labor or spin, and yet not even Solomon in all of his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, O you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear for the pagans? Run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Do not judge, or you too will be judged. For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you use will be measured to you. Why do you look the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye? At the same time, there is a plank in your own eye. How can you say to your brother, let me take that speck out of your eye? At the same time, there is a plank in your own eye. (laughs) You hypocrite, first take the plank from from your own eye. And then you'll see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is sacred. Do not throw your pearls to pigs. If you do, they may trample them under their feet. And turn and tear you to pieces. Ask. It will be given to you. Seek. And you will find. Knock. And the door will be opened. For everyone who asks. Receives. He who seeks. Finds. And to him who knocks. The door will be opened. Which of you, if his son asks for bread, will give him. A stone. 
Or if he asks for fish, we'll give him a snake. If you then, though you're evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? So in everything, do to others as you would have them do unto you. For this sums up the law and the prophets. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many find it. But narrow is the gate, but small is the gate, narrow the road that leads to life. And only a few find it. Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit, you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes? Or figs from thistles? Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit. And every bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad, bad fruit, fruit. And a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name? And in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, evildoers. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. But whoever hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man, built his house on the sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching, because he spoke as one who had authority, and not as their teachers of the law. Well, that's the Sermon on the Mount. And what I said yesterday is that these are not words that are just meant to be recited or even internalized. They're words that are meant to be lived. So go live them. Have a great day.